the Parsis of India, Pandemic, female freedom fighters you've never heard of. Who are the Sindhis of India? The exciting world of neuro-linguistic programming. Hi, welcome to WAC, a podcast hosted by me, Freesia. And on this podcast, no topic is off bounds. In each episode, we will unpack a different subject, from history to sex education, politics to how-to tips. Come join the tribe. Did you know that there was a 10,000 rupee note in circulation? What do the dots on 2,000 rupee notes really mean? How does Indian money get recycled? Sabko pata hai ki paisa bolta hai, lekin aaj main paise ke baare mein bolne wali hu. Today on WAC, we will talk about money, money, money in a not-so-rich girl's world. When the 2,000 rupee notes came into circulation, other than the hue and cry that was created over demonetization, there was something that people suddenly started noticing that was different. Was it that they were bigger? Yeah, just by one mm. Or was it the numeral 2,000 is in Devnagiri? Well, that is a very good point because originally the notes would be in English and Hindi on one side and the remaining 15 languages on the other. Or was it that these notes also have braille for the visually impaired? You know what, I'll get into those details a little later in the episode. Or was it that God forbid microchip? (laughs) Or was it the strange dots that people were noticing on the notes? If you take a look at any 2000 rupee note and count the different sections where you see the dots, it adds up to the date that these notes were launched. However, this is not a new concept. This has existed on previous notes as well. We just didn't observe it earlier because it matches with the color of the note and it blends in so easily. While if you do take a look at a 2000 rupee note, there's a bit of a pop. Quick fact. At some point in the 20th century, Oman, Kuwait, Bahrain, Qatar, Kenya, Uganda, Seychelles, Mauritius and a few more also call their currency as rupees or rupaya. In fact, the word rupee has been derived from the Sanskrit word rupiakam, meaning a silver coin. It owes its origin to rupiah issued by Sher Shah Suri in 1542-45. During the Mughals and the Maratha period, Coins were made by hammering the silver into ununiform shapes and sizes. And it was only during the British era in 1835 that the standard silver rupee was issued, which later was minted in nickel during 1947. Even the design on our currency slowly changed. And it was only after independence in 1950 that the Ashoka pillar symbol was illustrated on the nickel coins as well as the notes by the government of India replacing the portrait of British kings. In fact, Mahatma Gandhi's face was not a regular on the notes until 1996 with the famous Gandhiji series as we know it today. Yes, there were a few notes before that that had his face but not like all the current notes that we use today that only have his picture. In fact, in the 70s, we had motifs of farming and plucking of tea leaves on our notes. In the 80s, we had a lot of symbols of science and technology, as well as the progress that the nation was making. And of course, some of our art forms. Did you know that there was a 10,000 rupee note? It was the highest denomination that the RBI has ever printed. 
There were also 5,000 rupee notes and the 10,000 rupee notes were printed in 1938, then demonetized in 1946, then again printed in 1954 and finally demonetized in 1978. Which makes me wonder that why do other first world countries not have notes higher than a hundred dollar bill? In fact, in England, the highest note is a 50 pound note. But just for fun, not for circulation, they did one sprint a 10 crore note as recently as in 2004. America had previously issued a 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 and even a 1 lakh bill. So why did those notes go out of circulation? Back then, large denomination currencies were mostly being used in real estate deals or interbank transfers. And President Richard Nixon thought that these denominations would make it easier for criminals to launder money. After all, criminals prefer cash deals, no trail. And so he ordered their elimination. Plus, it also turns out that churning $1,000 bills just wasn't very cost-efficient. Later in this episode, I will explain how much it costs governments, especially the Indian government, to mint notes. Also today, with the growing number of digital payment gateways that do exist, a lot of these countries felt that they just don't need large bills. Any form of electronic transfer will do the job. Another point is that the circulation of large denominations of currency is almost always due to inflation or depreciation. Take Zimbabwe or Venezuela for example. As recently as 2009, the Zimbabwean government was printing $100 trillion banknotes that were valued at just $5. Everyone in Zimbabwe was a trillionaire, except they were trillionaires that couldn't even afford a loaf of bread. More recently, after the economic collapse and subsequent banking system collapse in Lebanon, a hundred USD was equal to one lakh fifty-one thousand two hundred and thirty-two Lebanese pound. Quick fact: After independence, Pakistan used the Indian rupee notes stamped with Pakistan until they could print enough. Until recently, Indian notes were not user-friendly for the visually impaired. And it was only in 2016, with the new series of notes, the Mahatma Gandhi new series, that they had various indicators for the visually impaired as well. Money, which stands for Mobile Aided Note Identifier, is a mobile application that has been launched by the Reserve Bank for aiding visually impaired persons to identify the denomination of Indian bank notes. This app is free of cost. Once installed, it does not require internet. However, the only problem is that it does not authenticate a note as either being genuine or counterfeit. Quick fact. A zero rupee note exists. It was issued by an NGO called as Fifth Pillar to fight corruption. And they encourage people to print these and distribute them every time someone asks them to pay a bribe. So what happens to all our old notes? For example, what happened to about 8.45 lakh crore worth of scrapped 500 and 1,000 rupee bank notes? Well, it seems that during demonetization, the notes were sent to a plywood company who shredded and pulped these notes and made them into softboards. Bulk of which, you'd never believe this, went to South Africa where they were then utilized in election campaigns. Money and elections ka adbhut sambandh once again. So how much does it cost our government to mint coins and print notes? 
For example, minting of a 10 rupee coin is 6 rupees and 10 paisa. But it's still a better option for the RBI because the 10 rupee notes, while they do cost less, that is just like 96 paisa, notes don't last as long as coins. They last only for let's say 9 to 10 months. The printing of a 200 rupee note, for example, costs them 2 rupees and 93 paisa. And printing of a 2000 rupee note, well, that costs them 3 rupees and 54 paisa. So I hope that you had a lot of fun in learning and understanding some of the hidden secrets that do exist in our Indian currency even today. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. You could always reach out to me on my social media handles. And if you would like to watch the video version of this podcast, you can always go and check it out on YouTube. The channel is called, of course, WAC. My name is Frisia. I'll catch you again very soon. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of WAC. To make sure that you don't miss out on a new episode, subscribe to and follow the show on this app right now.